0: by the waters of Babylon. There we sat down and wept when we remembered Zion. Upon the willows, in the midst of it, we hung up our harps. For there our captors, our enemies, demanded of us songs, and our tormentors mirth, saying, Sing us one of the songs of Zion. How can we sing the Lord's song in a strange land? How powerful is music when you were... Chanting that, Cantor, Shomir Yisrael, I closed my eyes and I was sitting between my grandparents. I know for many of you, when you hear a classical piece like that, it brings you into a specific place of worship. Definitely of classical German reform music of people who grew up and had their parents or their grandparents there beside them. We sing times of great joy, Our mitzvah, wedding, baby namings, on Shabbat. And we sing when it feels very, very dark and uncertain. Last Shabbat, I was standing right there next to Cantor Addy, and we kept taking our masks on and off because we could. When I said something, she put her mask on. When she sang, I put my mask on. It was like this rhythm, we were getting used to it, and then boom. We're masked again. We look at the horizon in some way and we see what has already happened. At least that's what it feels like to me. The fires are here again. COVID-19 is confounding us again. We're brought back to in some ways the PTSD of the day in the Bay Area when we didn't know whether we should wear a smoke mask or a COVID mask. So we wore both. It's very hard to plan for our future I honestly, I don't even know what I'm doing for dinner tonight. It's hard to plan. I've been thinking so much about the words of lamentations. Adonai <laughs> Return us back to you, God, so that we can return, renew us, as the good old days. God, it's saying, give us back the good old days. We remember them so well, and perhaps we were not ever able to grasp at the time and we took for granted how good they were. And so what do we have to rely on to rest our souls, to buoy us up, to give us a dose of resilience, of patience as we keep going through this dark tunnel together, and of koach, of strength? And so I suggest, well, since you're here with us and since wherever you are there, you're still with us, that anybody who's here with us knows that Shabbat comes to rescue our souls, all of us individually and as a community. And we also know that time can heal wounds and that when we turn back to Jewish time, it supports us going through this. Many people have found a much deeper practice and sense of themselves as Jews through this last year and a half. And on Monday, the month of Elul begins, the month that intensifies the quality of love and asks us to really dig deep and prepare for 29 days before Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. The month of Elul is known by the words, Ani ledodi vedodili, I am my beloved's and my beloved is mine. And we also, starting on Monday, have the opportunity to blow the shofar every single day, to wake up our spirits, to state we're still here. We weren't our best self this past year, how could we be? But we're gonna do tshuva, we're gonna continue, and then tomorrow we're gonna hear the shofar again. It's not just on Rosh Hashanah that you blow the shofar, you're supposed to blow it for 29 days. Another custom during the month of Elul is to visit our ancestors' graves and actually invite our ancestors to visit us. And if there was ever a moment of time to share stories of strength and resilience of our parents and our grandparents, of the people who brought us here into this world, this is that moment, a moment to rely on the strength of our ancestors because their strength can strengthen us. And then we also are invited to read Psalm 27. Has anybody here ever read a psalm? Has anybody here ever said, hallelujah? Yes. Anybody here like Leonard Cohn? Okay, you've read a psalm. You've sung a psalm. Hallelujah is from Psalm 150. The psalms are there just to say, even when life doesn't feel so light, we're going to have gratitude. I'll read you a little bit of Psalm 27, the meditation for Elul. To the beloved, the infinite presence is my light and expanse. Who should I fear? When forces come close seeming to devour me, when narrowness threatens and opposition attacks, all that is menacing stumbles and falls. Even as an army of mistrust besieges me, my heart does not fear. Even as thoughts and desires rise up against me, I still have trust. One thing I ask of the divine presence, one thing I seek, is to dwell in the presence, the presence of God all the days of my life, to awaken to the beauty of each moment as I pass through this world. To awaken to the beauty of each moment as I pass through this world. Did you see something beautiful today? Did you feel something beautiful today? The infinite shelters me as I encounter difficulty and pain The infinite holds me close in deep and hidden places and lifts me high up upon a rock. I can see the good, the blessings, the ways of life. Cultivate hope in the divine presence. Let your heart be strong and filled with courage. Cultivate hope. We're at the waters of Babylon once again. We come here every year whether we like it or not. And we are aware that our lives are not linear, but circular. Rosh Hashanah is not just the beginning of the Jewish New Year, but the beginning of another change, perhaps a radical change in our lives, another circuit, another circle. We are at the waters of Babylon again, and we're here together, not just to remember Zion, but to sing, to pray, to celebrate a boy becoming a man, to write poetry, reminding ourselves there is more love and more light and more life to live that we will certainly have more darkness and challenges on this planet with our health, inside our democracy, in the Middle East, in Israel and Palestine. There is obviously so much more uncertainty than certainty, but never forget that the words of By the Waters of Babylon say, we sat down and wept, not I, not me, never alone. If we're still at the banks of the River of Babylon in some spiritual and symbolic way, at least none of us are there alone. And even if we can't hug and kiss and hold each other as we cry, we can give each other a little elbow bump and we can smile with our eyes. I wanna read a beautiful poem by Mary Oliver called Messenger. If you wanna close your eyes, it might help you to think of something beautiful that you felt or smelled or saw or touched or ate today. My work is loving the world. Here the sunflowers, there the hummingbird, equal seekers of sweetness. Hear the quickening yeast, there the blue plums. Hear the clam deep in the speckled sand. Are my boots old? Is my coat torn? Am I no longer young and still half perfect? Let me keep my mind on what matters, which is my work, which is mostly standing still and learning to be astonished. The Phoebe, the Delphinium, the sheep in the pasture, and the pasture itself which is mostly rejoicing, since all the ingredients are here, which is gratitude, to be given a mind and a heart and these body clothes, a mouth with which to give shouts of joy to the moth and the wren, to the sleepy dug-up clam, telling them over and over how it is that we live forever. Earlier this year, I received one piece of profound wisdom from an interview I did with one of my favorite authors, and I know she's one of uh, many of your favorite authors, and I know Rabbi Beth is one of your favorite authors, Anne Lamott, who lives right here in Mill Valley. If you've never read, read an Anne Lamott book, I really recommend it. I asked her in the interview, how did she get through all of this as a person of faith? What does she do when people around her feel despair or deep sadness or loneliness? And she said, Rabbi, I just show up and bring them a bottle of water. Water. She said it's that simple, mayim, the essential element. 60% of us, you and me, 60% of us is water. The most essential things we can do for ourselves and for other human beings in need are sometimes the most simple. Listen, send a letter or text or phone call, bake some more cookies or another challah, drop them off, tell a story, tell a joke, and most importantly, bring them and yourself a glass of water. We're still at the waters of Babylon. 2,500 years later, it turns out that we will keep circling back there whether we like it or not. But don't forget, there's going to be plenty of times when our songs aren't sad and we'll feel joy and love and light because we're there together. Let's keep it that way. Let us weep and laugh and sing and pray and journey, not alone, but as a tribe, the way we've done for the past 4,000 years, as this community, we look forward together. Shabbat shalom.